I'm Jen Lehman, Chartered Surveyor and Co-Founder of Property Elite. Welcome to our weekly CPD podcast, full of advice, tips and knowledge to help you ace your APC or ASOC RICS assessment. You might also find this podcast helpful to fulfil your annual CPD hours if you're already a qualified Chartered Surveyor. In this week's podcast, we take a look at the RICS APC structured training route and introduce our new free templates for your diary and summary of experience. Structured training is just one of the RICS APC routes to final assessment. It requires a minimum period of training, which allows you to gain sufficient relevant work experience aligned to your chosen competency choices. Your training must be structured to allow you to meet the requirements of your pathway and to write a focused experience-based summary of experience as part of your final assessment submission. Structured training is primarily for RICS APC candidates who hold an RICS accredited degree and less than 10 years work experience. If you have an accredited degree and over 10 years experience, then you may be able to proceed directly to final assessment without the need to record any structured training. Remember though, there are also other routes such as senior professional, which may be appropriate for you depending on your experience and qualifications. So take advantage of our free 15 minute consultation by heading to our website to discuss which route is right for you before you embark on your RICS APC journey. So what duration of structured training will you need to undertake? With up to five years relevant experience, you need a minimum of 24 months, 400 days structured training. If you've got more, so five to 10 years relevant experience, including that obtained pre-degree, you will need slightly less, so a minimum of 12 months or 200 days structured training. When can you apply for final assessment? As a minimum, you can apply at the end of month 11 or 23 and sit your assessment after month 12 or 24, depending on whether you are on the 12 or 24 month route. However, these are only the minimum requirements and many candidates need or want to undertake further structured training to ensure they have sufficient varied experience across their competencies and that they feel confident to proceed to final assessment. You should only come forward for final assessment when you feel ready to do so. So who will support you during your structured training? Regular meetings with your counsellor and supervisor, if you have one, will help you to monitor your progress and structured training. If you're struggling to find a counsellor or require additional mentoring support, head to our website to book your free 15-minute consultation and we will be able to help. You may also wish to fill out a candidate training plan together to formalise your structured training. Head to the website of the RICS to download a copy. You will only be able to submit your final assessment submission when your counsellor is happy that you have fulfilled the minimum training requirements and have sufficient relevant experience to meet the requirements of the RICS. As soon as you've enrolled onto the APC, you should begin to start recording your work-based experience in your APC diary. This will be used by you and your counsellor and or supervisor as an aid when writing up your summary of experience. It will not be directly assessed by RSES, but can be requested by your assessment panel to review. We recommend using our free template on a daily basis, ensuring you upload the details on a weekly or monthly basis to the online RICS Assessment Resource Centre diary. Head to our website to download your free templates. 
The template should help to make the task of recording your experience easier, whilst ensuring you have an offline copy of your diary to hand at all times. You can also sort, search and filter your experience to help you write up your summary of experience. Ensure you record sufficient details, so perhaps the property, project and basic details, as well as any key outcomes and relevant competencies you fulfilled. Only record periods of half a day or more. It's advisable to block experience together to keep your diary easy to manage and focused around your individual competencies. You don't need to record any experience for your mandatory competencies in your diary, but these will still form part of your summary of experience requiring practical examples at levels two and three where appropriate. Your diary will also form a useful document for your quarterly counsellor and or supervisor meetings. Having it in an offline format can help particularly as you can create a summary of your progress and identify potential gaps in your experience to target. Finally, how does structured training and CPD overlap? You shouldn't really be logging CPD in your diary or work experience in your CPD record. Keep them separate. Think of CPD as meeting level one, so gaining knowledge, requirements, and your diary is meeting level two and three requirements, i.e. doing, assisting, shadowing work, or advising clients. If you're seeking more free, free CPD support resources, then just head to our website and you can find them there. That's it for this week. Head to our website to find out more by reading our blog or watching our short CPD summary videos on YouTube. You can also access our free and paid support resources, including ebook guides, revision quizzes, submission review, APC question pack, e-mock interview and various discounted support packages. We also provide a free 15-minute consultation and or review of your referral report if you've been referred. So just sign up using the link on our website. You can also use the chat function on the website for any burning questions. So, 